0: Hello and welcome to the Rooted in the Really Real podcast. Get ready to go on a journey of knowledge, growth, healing, and prayer rooted in our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now let's dive in. Hey, Father Steve, it's another episode. How you feeling?
1: It's good. It's good. It's good. (laughs) How am I feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good.
0: (laughs) Father Steve promised me a peppermint mocha today. And he showed up with nothing. And he said, let's drink black coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Way to make me feel guilty. It's okay. You didn't really promise it. I was just thinking like, ooh, Christmas fun.
1: I was thinking we'd have Drew pick it up for us after we finish.
0: That's it's a good idea. I'll text him right now. Hey, bring us the peppermint mochas. Mm. Love it. Peppermint mochas. I don't know what's wrong with us right now, but we're just a little, uh, what's going on?
1: I plan the time change. I think we're still affected by that.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's been a week since daylight savings and we're grown adults who so I think can <laughs> adapt. I don't I don't know if that's it. But no, there's just a lot we've been talking, you know, a bit before we started recording this. There's just like a lot going on and a lot a lot we want to talk about and a lot of fun stuff, you know. And I'm excited and I feel a little scatterbrained right now on how I want to deliver it all. But we're going to do it. We are. And people are listening and they're going to they're going to have to deal with deal with us so this, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny
1: <laughs> I was just thinking Lord have mercy like on them <laughs>
0: they can they can fast forward that's right no okay so we're gonna we're gonna stop the weirdness and we are going to enter into this place of
1: podcast <laughs> so I think just like carrying on from last time we were just reflecting on on everything that we were sort of talking about just for both of us, how we really want to live out this gift of our baptism. Like we really want to live live this life uh, of of holiness, this life in response to the gift of God's grace. And I've been fascinated by our conversation over the course of these last uh, these last couple of weeks and these last couple of days too, about how really just this this image of of living in and out of baptism and and really embracing this sacramental life. Right? And I think that this is something that, that I'm a, I am was – as I was reflecting on it, I thought to myself, gosh, like I'm a priest and I don't even know that I give myself the space or the time to really embrace the sacramental living. And I don't just mean like going to the sacraments and such, but like really em- embracing the whole ethos and the spirit uh, of Catholicism and the way that the church offers to us a whole bunch of different things you know it's like the sacraments the sacramental's like the scapulars and things like that but then but then also like even like the liturgical seasons and and so we were talking about a little bit about this and it's like it's something that's like that's exciting me mm-hmm. um especially as we're as we're beginning and we're we're just like yeah it's just like yeah like like i want to live it's just differently it's
0: like yeah man sorry <laughs> Well, I agree because there's something that happens when we talk about the faith that often stirs up the desires. Because it's not often new stuff. It's like, yeah, like we know what the scapulars are and the rosaries. And I don't know why I made them plural. We know what the scapular and rosary are. And we know like adoration and mass. and, And there's nothing new there to a certain extent. But then it's also like, wait a minute. Like there is a desire in me to grow deeper here, there is a desire to fully embrace everything that the church has given me as like a tool and as a a resource and as a way to encounter the Lord where it's it is exciting you know I don't know everything that's going on in my life sometimes and I feel like stressed out and overwhelmed and then it's like hold on there are all these things for us so let's try to enter into it but you mentioned last episode that we just kind of laid out this framework with some of our ideas like where we want to go forward And we're still trying to figure out, I think, and just see where the Spirit wants to go. But we do want to start with this idea of what is sacramental living? What is liturgical living? What is this idea of using what the Church has given us, these seasons, the liturgical calendar, the sacraments in general, sacramentals, like you're saying, and how do we really encounter the Lord and walk where we're supposed to walk and help each other and live in community and enter into what the Church gives us? Because sometimes... I think we are so busy. We it's just easy to like blow through it, you know? And it's like okay, Advent's coming up and whatever and then we're going to get ready for Christmas and it's like, well no, hold on. Like let's look at Advent. Like what is something that the Lord could be inviting us to that we're missing here? So we want to just talk about some of this stuff, you know? Cuz initially when you and I were talking about this, I think I was looking at sacramental living and liturgical living as kind of two different things and you were looking at it as the same thing. So maybe just kind of defining Not that these are like super concrete terms, but just our thoughts on this is that sacramental living and entering into the sacraments and having the sacraments influence our life, I think is this idea of like big picture, having our life be this like outward sign that points to some more in-depth, inward reality of what the Lord's doing. And so ideally, like big picture, how we want our life to live, how we want our life to look is is like following the lord's will and like more I don't know now I feel like I don't have I know I don't know what I'm saying well, we want we want we want to be able to like have our heart more conformed to to what God wants for us and to be living in this way sacramentally so that other people can like experience something in us that can see the Lord working in us
1: and really I think it's this it's this the manifestation right of Galatians chapter 5 right where it's, you have verse uh 22 right where you have all of the fruits of the spirit you know peace and joy and patience and kindness and gentleness right that that sacramental living is going to bring this out of us because we are allowing ourselves to embrace the gift of grace that god has given us in our baptism in the eucharist mass and confession and confirmation and in our vocations of of marriage or in my case priesthood uh and and just the the reality is is that like like, there's a way, there's a way that our lives are supposed to look. Um, and that's what we want. We need help, though, to get there. And so the church, I, I really think, gives us these two paths, right? One is being through the sacraments and the sacramentals, uh, like we were mentioned earlier, but then the second is just through the liturgical seasons and how each of them are designed to help us uh, one in a more broad sense, and and and, a, and an active means of giving grace, and then the other in a more particular way to help us be more receptive to the grace throughout those different liturgical seasons and the events that that kind of um, are are spread throughout them.
0: I want. think that's exactly right. That that there is this big picture kind of broader sense of sacramental living because no matter what the liturgical season is. We still have those access, like that access to the sacraments. We're still being invited to encounter the Lord in the sacraments. So, what do we want to say about it? Well,
1: <laughs> I, I think the vision that we have is that to live more fully each of the sacraments is going to require us to take time to step back and to explore them, to take time to step back and to explore, well, how do we live each of these sacraments well? And so, as we go forward in this, this season of, of sacramental living, we're going to take time looking at, at each of the sacraments in a particular way to, to say, well, how can I live this differently? Or how can I, I live this more fully or more completely? Or what might be things that draw me away from really cooperating with the grace that God has for me in the sacraments?
0: Right, because sometimes I think I, at least, I mean, maybe other people, or maybe it's just me, fall into this idea of like overemphasizing my prayer. And it's all like my my spiritual life is just all about my prayer. And it's like, okay, did I pray today? You know, what does my prayer look like? Am I sharing things with the Lord? But I forget how I'm interacting with those sacraments, how I'm receiving the sacraments. Like obviously, I'm going to mass on Sunday, sometimes during the week, or I go to adoration, but it's not necessarily a different reality for me sometimes. It just gets all like lumped together and I forget like, how am I being asked to approach the sacraments? Like how how is this different? You know, like, I don't know, sometimes it's just like, it's not an intentional thing we're we're looking at.
1: Well, I think we take it for granted. I mean, I, it's, it's really easy to take for granted things that we do all the time. Uh, as a priest, I have to make a conscious effort every time I celebrate Mass to recognize, like, the gift of what it is that I am able to do. And how I get to hold Jesus in my hands, and and I get to speak the words of consecration, and all of a sudden, what was bread is now the body of Christ, and what was wine is now the blood of Christ, and and it's something that that I have to consciously be attentive to, and and that's there's a challenge there because sometimes when you're tired or you're you're, you're worn down because of a particular season in life, it can it can be almost rote rather than that intentionality, and and the Lord is kind and merciful, but like. I think all of us, um, all of us, Lord's calling all of us to a a greater awareness of what it is that we get to participate in because of our baptism.
0: Right. So the main thing we want to look at right now, not going super in-depth on each of these sacraments, is just being intentional, like being aware of how we're approaching the sacraments and looking at you know, the next time we go to Mass, the next time we go to Adoration, the next time we go to Confession really maybe taking like an additional few minutes to prepare ourselves to be more aware of like who we're encountering here and and what the lord is asking us to do i think that just that like acknowledgement and awareness usually goes a long way in like just opening our hearts to even being more receptive to the grace that the lord wants to give us i think sometimes it's like oh i had to take on all this this additional stuff i have to read all the mass readings ahead of time and prepare my heart and I have to like do all this stuff. But really the Lord is just waiting for us there. And just that like openness and awareness intentionality often is enough to make our hearts like prepared enough to receive what he wants to give us.
1: And even, even a priest, when a priest celebrates mass, it's St. Charles Bormeo always says to the priest, it's like, you want to live your priesthood in a certain way. He asks, well, what were you doing before you came to pray? Or what were you doing before you came to celebrate the sacrament of the mass? Or what were you doing before you left your house? You know, and so you encounter the person, or you, you're going to to go to pray, and you're so distracted. And, and Saint Charles will say, "Well, what did you come with? Were, were you here intentionally, or was this just something you were doing because you have to do it?" And and just that slight shift makes so much of a difference because it's like Jesus, I'm choosing to be here because I want to be here, versus Jesus, I'm here because I have to. Right, One of those is a posture of openness and, and almost in a, in a sense of re- receptivity, and the other one is a posture in which there's a closeness. And I think for myself as a priest, I've had seasons where I'm, I'm praying the office and the Liturgy of the Hours, or I'm in, in my time of prayer, because I know the obligation of the Church is placed upon me. And that's a very different season in my life than when I'm there because I, I, I say, Jesus, I'm here because I want to be here, I want to grow closer to you. And the experience is, is vastly different too in my my own encounter with the Lord in prayer and the intentionality allows us to then to embrace all of the sacraments in a different way uh, because i 'm going to confession. Not only because I need confession, but also I'm going to confession because I know this is a place where Jesus is coming to meet me in a very concrete way. and And just the excitement that I have every time I go to confession uh, about the fact that the Lord is coming to meet me in this space uh, is a huge gift and a huge blessing for my heart and soul.
0: Yeah, it requires us to be honest with ourselves and the Lord about about what we're bringing to the table and what we are like what our intentions are. Because we could be saying, well, I'm going to Mass regularly, I'm going to confession regularly, I'm going to adoration regularly, I'm doing all these things, like, why isn't the Lord, why am I not growing? Why isn't the Lord speaking to me more? Like, what, what else do I need to do? And it's like, well, we need to be honest with, yeah, what are we bringing to Mass? Are we arriving a little bit earlier? Are we able to have have an additional time to prepare our hearts? Or are we blasting some heavy metal music in the car, full volume, squealing our tires up? No, I, I know we're not doing that probably, but you know. <laughs> Showing up a minute, you know, before mass, running in and then being like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> Maybe that was a little random and dramatic, but the state of our hearts when we when we walk into mass is, is something obviously very significant. And I think a lot of times we're very busy and and mass might be just part of the routine, part of the schedule. And it's like, well, I don't have time to go early or I don't have time to do this or traffic was really bad and I was two minutes late. And it's like, OK, well, this is what I have but how can I be aware of it? How can I be more intentional with it? How can I give it to the Lord? Um, So I don't have all this stuff weighing me down when I'm trying to receive the sacraments or go to confession or, you know, whatever, whatever's there. Like, yeah, what is our intention? Are we, maybe we're in a season of our life where we are kind of dragging and like maybe we're not going to confession as often or maybe when we go, it's just because like, oh, I should go, it's been a while. Are we asking the Lord to really encounter him there? Are we taking it for what we for what it is.
1: So we have the sacraments themselves. Yeah. And then we have and we have what are called sacramentals. And sacramentals are are gifts to us from the church that help us to to remember, to encounter the Lord and to provide grace to us, right? And so we have things like the Benedictine medal, we have things like the rosary, we have things like the the brown scapular, holy water. These are all sacramentals. And the beauty of them are is that they cause they call us to recollect and to be aware uh, of the presence of God in our lives, and and so the, the sacramentals are just really are this gift of the Church to her her children to help them always turn back to turn back to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And there are some places, right, where you'll have uh, people who have homes where they have holy water fonts in their homes, just as that reminder to bless themselves when they come in and to bless themselves when they leave, that they're under the protection and the loving care of God. You have other places where uh, they pray a rosary each night together to call to mind the mysteries each day of what God has done for them. You have other homes and other families where they they have just religious art around the house that that causes the heart to, to lift up to heaven. And part of sacramental living is is to also have the sacramentals actively a part of of one's home and one's life and it's not saying you take them all up at once but just is something that we're going to explore too in this series is just some of the different sacramentals that have such uh have made such an impact on the church and on her faithful
0: yeah so just as we kind of went through that is just like an overview of what we're talking about and what we're going to talk about i kind of see 3 Three things emerging from sacramental living. When we talk about sacramental living, I think of it kind of as a big picture. How are we living in the world as like a sacrament? Like our life is an outward sign of an inward reality. How am I sharing the love of God to others and with others? How am I showing people God's love in my life as a sacrament? The second thing is how are we entering more deeply into the sacraments? How are we living? sacramentally by participating in what the church has given us, what Jesus has given us in the sacraments. And then the third thing is using these sacramentals in our life, in our prayer, as part of our existence in the world, to show more of Jesus's love, to enter more deeply into prayer, to have these encounters, these three things all kind of together as something we want to address moving forward in each of the sacraments and how to more practically live this way. I think it's just, it's something good. Like, it's it's real living. It's living in the world, you know, and we want to address this a bit more. But I think that covers kind of our ideas, maybe a little scattered. I don't know how, maybe, maybe the listener got something good from that, but I just feel like we're a little all over the place. But it's it's good stuff, you know, and it's hard to pinpoint it sometimes, but
1: yeah. yeah. So the, the Church, in a, in a very special way, um, she gives us uh, the seasons, the particular liturgical seasons, as a way of really embracing this sacramental life. It's a, it's a much more particular way of doing that and allowing each of the seasons to sort of guide us in, in what we should be attentive to in our own spiritual lives, what we should be attentive to within the context of the liturgies, what we should be attentive to uh, in our homes and in our families. And she does this in very particular ways with the feasts and the solemnities that, that permeate each of the particular seasons. And What's so beautiful about liturgical living is that it invites us to conform our hearts each year more deeply and more perfectly to the Lord. It's almost like that spiral staircase each year that we go around, hopefully having drawn closer to God and and closer to uh and closer to to our brothers and sisters in Christian living and love
0: right and I think it it is something so good for us that we don't participate in, or we're not acknowledging as much as we could because I know like psychologically seasons are very good for us. You know, like humans work well when we have changing seasons because it forces us to kind of focus on different things and change different things. And maybe we don't always like it, but but there is wisdom in, in the church's liturgical calendar to help us kind of shift our focus and begin again and, and and meditate, you know, on different parts of the Lord's like passion or or his birth or like these different times where it helps us maybe to notice different things in our heart, give different things to the Lord rather than just every day being the exact same. It would be hard for us. I, I feel like we would fall more on self-reliance of just like, okay, I need to be the one to organize my prayer where it's like, well, well, let's look at like today. You know, what what is the feast day today? What season are we in today? And how can we enter into that? I think the sacramental aspect that we're talking about is is kind of at large, like where are we in the church and in encountering the Lord through the sacraments? But this liturgical living, I want to look at, maybe just have like a near future episode just on more concrete ways to do this. But acknowledging what are the feast days? How do we bring this into our home? How can it be different than just an ordinary day when it's, you know, like a solemnity, like how how can I in my domestic church of my home with my family celebrate this feast day, celebrate this solemnity in a way that that marks us different than than a family just in the world? Or how, how do we encounter the Lord and bring this in in a way that can help change our hearts and change our families?
1: And I think that's the beauty of, of the liturgical life It's that it really is about helping us to be in the world, but not of the world. Uh, it allows us to to make choices that others would would may not understand because they're not living the same way and they're not embracing the different aspects that each of the seasons entails, right? So you think people oftentimes refer to Advent as as like a little Lent, and and versus Lent itself, which is a very different, right? Advent's an expect a season of expectant, a season of of hopefulness, and and Lent is a, is a season of penance, a season of of recognizing where we have fallen away from the Lord, and leading up to His Passion and and His Resurrection, and the Easter season is a celebration of. Of that promise of God, and an ordinary time is is really broken into two parts, right? The first part is this introduction of Christ into the world and and making known, making him known through the different epiphanies that take place, and along with the different epiphanies, also just as he begins his public ministry, and then the second part of ordinary time, which comes after Easter, really is this: how does this look lived out? How does this make itself known as we go through the the scriptures? And so the the, the seasons themselves are are all invitations to us to, to enter deeply into the intimacy of the Lord in different aspects and having and maintaining and holding on to the gift of hope and the gift of faith and, and to really grow in, in the gift of love as we allow the seasons in many ways almost like um, to erode uh, like water does on rocks, all of that that is not supposed to be there. And I'm really excited about this um, because I think that that even for me as, as I begin to reflect on, on this invitation of these seasons, it's already causing me to start to shift and pivot how I'm looking at my schedule uh, with vocations work and how I'm looking at what I'm committing myself to and inviting the Lord to help me take steps back so that I can respond appropriately for each of the seasons as they come.
0: Oftentimes, I think we find ourselves maybe living more like according to the school year calendar, you know, or or um, just cultural holidays, or just you know, like the fall. It's like okay, like school started, and then now we, you know, we have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, like blowing through all this, and then what are our spring break plans? And then okay, we have summer, and like we're living our life according to these different seasons, and what requires a lot of intentionality and and surrender and prayer is looking at the liturgical season, the seasons that the church gives us, and modeling our calendar and that space and that intentionality off of that, like planning different pilgrimages with my family or different days of prayer or different celebrations for solemnities and and my kids' feast days and our name days and all these things like baptism days. Living that way and emphasizing those as something that, takes priority in our household is a lot different. And I'm not saying that we can't celebrate certain holidays or we can't, we can't like enter into different like breaks in the school year or different. I don't know. Like it's not, it's not something like that. It's, it's how can we give Jesus our hearts and be more intentional with where the liturgical calendar is in these seasons. I think it's something good. I think like the Lord has something there that he's inviting us into, you know, just like you're saying with your own calendar, just being a little bit more intentional, maybe, if I need to slow down a bit in advent, I shouldn't be saying yes to everything, every commitment, every event. How can we make a little more space there for what the Lord has for us? I'm good. Yeah. I think it's a good yeah. good good intro into kind of our crazy thoughts.
1: Agreed. So let's let's just close with a with a prayer to our Lord. Almighty God and Father, we give thanks and praise for the gift of our faith, for the gift of the liturgical seasons and the sacraments that you call us to ever closer and deeper intimacy with you. We just ask that you bless us, that you keep us safe in your love, and that you fill us with joy. And may the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit come upon us and remain with us forever. Amen.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. You can also follow our Facebook page, Rooted in the Really Real Podcast, and Ashley Poltorek on Instagram for episode information and more. God bless.